0: Welcome, good moms. If you ever doubt that you're a good mom, you are in the right place. I am Jodi Schilling, mom of four and a former educator. And on this podcast, we talk about all the hard topics. We talk about the pressures and the demands that are placed on moms, and more importantly, how to get past all of that so you can do you. Let's define good mom on your terms. Hi, moms. Welcome to episode 42. I want to talk today about something that has bothered me for years. <laughs> so I'm going to warn you, but I think this episode might be one that you'll come back to again because it's it's just a very foundational concept that really, really has helped me when I'm talking about family issues with kids with ment- mental health stuff. Okay, so... Talking about the brain for a minute, when we think of a person having any type of a diagnosis that affects their emotions and their behavior and their cognitive functioning, we often tend to take the brain and separate it from all the other organs, as like, we don't treat it the same as if someone has an illness of another or- in another organ in their body, and. Let me explain that a little more. So if you have a heart condition, for example, nobody is going to be judging you and having you have some shame around the fact that you have a heart condition. Yet, if you have a brain condition, and this is where people will say, well, if you have a stroke, it's different, right? That affects your brain differently than if you have, say, depression. And I would like to disagree. I would like to offer this concept for you if you haven't thought of it this way before, because it has really helped me when I think about kids and behaviors and adults and behaviors for that matter as well. So the brain is an organ and it has functionality that, I mean, the brain... It has so much functionality, right? Even more so, most of the organs have one specific function in the body, but the brain has multiple, right? And it is affected by many factors, such as hormones and other neurotransmitter chemicals. And there are neurons that are involved. There's structural pieces and parts of the brain that work differently differently based on different genetic predispositions or whether or not these types of diagnoses with developmental areas, you know, are impacting it. There's also, there's injury and trauma that can happen to the brain. There can be physical trauma, but there can also be emotional trauma that happens, right? And so there's all these factors that happen and there are all these factors that can be affecting the functionality of the brain. And yet people tend to think that when someone is struggling with a mental illness of any, any kind that affects their emotions and their behaviors, that it is their fault, really, that it is, it is something that they can control and that they're somehow like doing it on purpose. Right. Or even if you don't, This is more with kids, but sometimes with adults too. But then the other thing is, is that sometimes when they know people notice that something's going wrong with a person's behavior or there's a change in their behavior, they may not blame the person necessarily, but they will have some judgment about that person, right? And they don't want to talk about it. It's so interesting, but there's like, like if you notice that someone is breathing heavily and they're looking like they're having a symptom that maybe is their heart is affected, right? They're they're turning blue or something like that, or their lungs, or there's something physical, physically happening going on in their body that's showing up in this change in their breathing pattern or their appearance. And we just rush to support and help. And, you know, nobody is judging that person. No one's like saying, oh, I wonder if I should say something about that or not, like, it's kind of embarrassing that they're not breathing very well right now. Like, no, if there's a concern that that person's organ is failing in some way or is not functioning well, there's an urgency to rush in and help, right? There isn't, we don't worry about, like, there's no place in there at all for judging them for, for struggling with the, you know, with this illness or this condition or this symptom that we're observing, and yet if we do see something similar with the brain, where we see someone's behavior start to change, where we see that they're not emotionally regulating themselves, that, you know, then we don't rush in and say, how are you doing? Are you feeling okay? Like there's just so much shame and stigma and all this stuff around there being a mental health thing going on. And I this is where my rant comes in here, but I just, I am so over that. I am like so ready for us to think about the brain as such a vital organ in our body. I mean, I personally even will take it to the level of, I think that our brains are our most valuable resource as human beings. I really do. I think that, I mean, if you think about what we can do as part of the human experience because of the brains that we have, the fact that we can feel the emotions that we feel at the degree that we feel them, the way that we can experience love, the way we can experience joy and gratitude and the ideas that we can come up with, the innovation and the the incredible cures that scientists have been able to find. There's so many things that have that we, if we focus on that as a resource, a brain, all of our brains as a resource, as human beings, as our most valuable resource, I just think we could change so much in the world. That's a whole different topic. But I I just think when you go back to the basics of a brain, the brain is an organ in our body. And if it's not functioning well, if it's impacted by illness or if it's chemically, being compromised. I mean all of these things are factors in whether the person who's trying to kind of work with their brain, right? To to get their needs met out in the world and to meet the demands of a certain environment, they they have to be working with their brain. Their brain like this goes back to the idea that a lot of our organs function involuntarily, right? But with the brain there's, there's ways that the brain functions involuntarily for us, but there's also parts where we have, we do have the ability to intentionally help our brain function. And so I think that's where it comes in a little bit because we we know this about ourselves and our brains. We tend to think, well, if we can control part of it, we should be able to control all of it. And then that's where the judgment and shame comes in regardless if a person has a mental illness diagnosis or, you know, anything like that. But it's funny that if a person has a stroke, we tend to be much more compassionate, right? It's just a, it's such a fascinating way that we, that we think about it. So what I just wanted to offer in this big, long rant, and I know that I went (laughs) a little, a little kind of on the side topic with it, but when you think about a child, for example, who is out of control emotionally, when you think about the fact that his brain is not functioning well in that moment, and there could be multiple reasons for that, right? Not having enough sleep can affect our ability to use our brain well. We all know We all know what sleep deprivation does, right? And we also know that even just not getting regular sleep also affects our abilities to use our brain in a functional way. So that's just one, right? Also, food is another one. And the demands of the environment for any given situation can, what I like to think of when someone's behaving in a dysregulated way, it's like the demands of the environment and what they have the capacity to Meet in that moment, meeting those demands are mismatched, right? The demands are too high for the capacity of that brain in under those conditions in that particular moment. And I think saying in that moment is also important because a lot of times this is another thing we do where we think, well, he could behave if he can behave, you know, some days, then why can't he behave all the time? And that's another one that just gets me. I'm telling you, I get so frustrated when I hear that because it's like, okay, just because a person made a three-pointer in a basketball game doesn't mean they can make three-pointers every time they shoot. You know what I mean? It's such a ridiculous concept when people say, oh, she behaved well and just fine at her grandma's house. Why can't she behave well at home? Well, okay, there's a lot of different conditions at grandma's house than there is at home, <laughs> number one. But but also just like, we're because we're human, we don't, it doesn't mean that they're choosing to not behave well in a different environment. That's just one that's just one option that may or may not be true. So, the last thing I'd like to say on this topic today that I hope you can take with you and apply is when you're thinking about the brain, just to think of it as an organ that has multiple functions, that has multiple structural components. That has is in, affected by chemicals and hormones and genetics and illnesses and trauma. And it's a very complex organ, right? It doesn't have just one function either. It has multiple functions. It has multiple parts and pieces that work together. And we have some say in the way that we help it to recreate or create new neural pathways which is a phenomenal thing about that organ that we can even in a degenerative state a lot of times there's things we can do so i think that we if we just all commit to having respect for the brain i just watched a documentary it was it was just a very interesting documentary it was it was called robin's wish and it was about robin williams and i I'm drawing a complete blank on the name of the degenerative brain disease that he was fighting that he didn't even know that he had. But one of the one of the symptoms of that illness is attempting suicide. And I think that if we all knew more about these types of things that can affect the brain, there are so many different types of, both with mental illnesses in terms of depression and anxiety and that whole family of mental illnesses, but then there's also degenerative brain diseases also. And I'm not saying this to scare you or freak you out or anything, but I think that the more that we know about the brain, the better we can help it perform at its best and you know, with the, with, especially as moms with kids who struggle behaviorally, if we can just take that whole judgment piece off and that whole thing about them being manipulative or trying to, you know, this whole idea that, you know, every behavior has a function and they're trying to get what they want and they're manipulating and stuff. Oh my gosh, do not get me started on all that. Let's not say that our kids are evil or pathological or that they're manipulating because they just wake up every morning and rub their hands together and be like, I wonder how I can make life hell for my family. Let's just not. Let's not do that, okay? Let's just say that they have a human brain and it's not functioning at a high level at the moment. And there are many possible reasons for that. And let's assume that there's a reason for that that isn't in their control first. Let's do that first, okay? And then if we do start to see that it appears that they're trying to get their needs met and they're trying or they're trying to meet the demands of an environment that's a mismatch for them, that they don't have the capacity, that then let's also give them another opportunity to learn, to learn how to meet the demands of that environment and to get some help with that, just like we would if we were helping someone who had a heart condition and they wanted to run a marathon, right? We would be supportive of the idea that they need to strengthen their heart, that there's maybe medications or other things that can be done, something that allows them to live the life they want to live and to get their needs met, but that there's support that can happen for that because that's really what's going on with kids. And I think with adults with behavior struggles as well, they're just trying to live a life that they, they want to live. They want to feel good. They want to participate. They want to make friends. They want to, you know, get the next job or how live in the home they want to live in. Like we're all, we're all doing that, right? Judging people because their brain isn't at a high functioning level for any reason, any reason at all, I think is not useful to us. And that is my rant for this week. <laughs> So I don't know if you agree with me, but I think that maybe episode 42 might be one we listen to more than once and have some discussions around this because I know that there's going to be some pushback. I know that some people are going to say, no, no, if we have free will, then there's behaviors that we are responsible for and we need to control those behaviors. And I'm not going to get into too much of that right now. But while I agree that we do have choice and free will, I also think that it's more helpful for us to think that we work with our brain and our brain is not always at capacity and there's no reason to judge a person without knowing and who really who really does know what's going on in someone's brain, right? So why don't we not judge someone and not shame them and start there with support and then we can go to the place of, okay, we've done lots of support on this. We've worked on, you know, what's going possibly impacting the brain and this falls in the category of you made a choice to do that and so there, you know, this is what has to happen next because of that. I know that has to happen too but let's start with taking away judgment and shame first and let's really think of the brain as an organ. I think that is a great starting point. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you next week if you like this podcast please rate and review so we can spread the word to other moms who are going through the same thing you can also find me over on instagram you'll find links to my website there information about my coaching program and free resources thank you again for joining me have a great week and please rate and review